0: Hi, I'm Bianna.
1: And I'm Darren. And And we're we're Bold Bold Culture. Culture. If you're listening to this podcast, you probably care about diversity, equity, and inclusion.
2: And you've probably heard your share of agencies talking about the culture they create internally and for their clients. But the culture you express in your marketing message also needs to match what your employees are experiencing on a day-to-day basis. And we find that's often not the case.
1: Yeah. Diverse audiences are the most influential creators and consumers, but their communities are rarely represented as agency talent across the ladder. This is why agencies come to Bold Culture. We help brands and agencies understand and connect to the communities that are building culture. Want to know where to start? Contact us at infoboldculture.co or visit us at boldculture.co.
2: Welcome to Mixed
3: Company. Bringing the siloed and uncomfortable conversation we have with our friends to the forefront so everyone can participate in the conversation.
4: We say all the things you never would in Mixed Company. Welcome to Mixed Company. I want you
3: guys to know we are in the dead middle of summer. Retrograde is happening. Uh, Mueller testimonies are happening. Uh, agencies are out here making total sense but yet fools of themselves because of lack of context in the world which we'll get into and of course dope shit is always happening so with that said welcome back to Mix company
4: yeah Hi. welcome guys we
2: black did not crack this week black
3: did not crack this week Mine didn't. Mine didn't. The heat cracked last week. I almost want to ask y'all how y'all are doing, but since you're actually here, I know you survived the heat wave. I did. From Florida, Which means, no, 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 no. You know, I'm tired of people saying shit like that. I feel like that is
4: a real statement.
3: No, 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 I was fine. That was not regular. That was not Florida heat. in
0: Florida is a heat wave. Right.
3: Above 90 is fine. That is what, and just because people don't know what a heat wave is, somebody asked me while I was in line at PC Richards, paying five (laughs) hundred dollars for a new air condition. If this was a heat wave, child, I get it. Everybody doesn't know a heat wave is three or more consecutive days over ninety degrees.
4: I was able to do this. Yes,
3: you're
2: welcome. Wait, you didn't have an air condition until now?
3: My the heat wave was so bad, Rena. (laughs) What happened to your air? (laughs) The heat wave was so bad that the air condition in my living room decided to say, "Fuck it, I'm not going past this room." And it did not go into my bedroom like it usually did. Like you felt it when you got like, I mean, not not to like give you guys the plans in my house, but like you you felt it up to the couch.
2: Okay, because I know you were. And beyond the couch,
3: (laughs) it was like, nah, son, there's too much. So I had to get another one for my bedroom so that the air would like meet in the middle somewhere because it was it, I didn't cook I didn't eat no. I drank a lot of water <laughs> this weekend And
2: vaporized and vaporized that sorry was it. I mean, my prayers were for hot so summer. So I'm glad so that everyone's safe. Enjoyed hot girl it. summer. Hot girl summer.
3: And speaking of hot girl summers, we have Brittany Johnson with us. That is, are you? Is it like officially like Miss, Miss At Color? Yes. Miss so cute. 2019. 2019.
0: Do you have a wave? Not. I'm practicing. Oh, are okay. you really?
3: Let's see what you, what you got. Oh my God! The senior wave. She got a whole wave. I've never been dainty enough to have a wave. I don't. Even, I'm not dainty enough to have a good smile. But so, you,
2: you, are were a homecoming queen. I you? know. You didn't know wave.
3: It, it makes You're no sense. Like it's exactly yeah. what I did. It's exactly what I did. I don't. It makes no sense. Well, you have Brittany, a great smile. Thank you. Just doesn't show up on camera. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> but your natural smile is beautiful. <sighs>
2: take I'm, it in, friend. I'm gonna take,
4: take that. Take that in. Can't tell you to pose. Yeah, yeah, that's what it means. You need Canada chats. Mm-hmm.
3: I do, I do. Well, Brittany, welcome. But, yes, thank you. Thanks so for having me.
4: Brittany is our dope shit for the day, isn't um, it? And I knew well, well, Actually, Nisha introduced us yes. via um, the internet when she found out we were going to Cannes And then we all met in Cannes because we were all doing dope shit. Um, yeah, we, mm-hmm. we met drinking on the beach. We met on the beach, drinking rosé, drinking rosé in in can. Canada, <laughs> to be specific, uh, with a very lovely breeze. Um, okay, cause Lord knows, cause that's a different kind of
2: sun. Listen, I'm gonna let y'all reminisce. Let me, go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. Go
4: ahead. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> the we wish you were there. You the, the, the we were there in spirit. You
2: were. You know. Everyone <laughs> asked about you.
4: But while we were there at Inkwell, uh, somehow it came up that you were Miss Add Color 2019, and I was like, "Oh shit, this is dope shit. We must have you on the show." And so, welcome. Here you are you welcome. are
2: here yes yeah, i to be here i'm excited yeah. that you're here because you're I, from florida and you're in florida state I, yes I, I also do think do do you're do do our do first <laughs> like
4: live dope shit yeah yeah you're first
3: yeah, welcome I'm excited. <laughs> this is history this is, awesome. this this is history, history.
4: Uh-huh. uh tell us <laughs> 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 uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. i, I want to be like you when i grow up um how did you become a sad color
0: so, I was at Color Future in 2015 nice. when it was in New York. Was that when
3: Amber
2: was a future? Ooh. No. Amber Jackson? Um, Shout out to my girl, Amber Jackson.
3: No,
4: I think she was in LA. Oh, not in 2015. After.
2: Yeah. Oh, okay. No.
3: Keep going. Yeah. Yes. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying if you knew somebody, we knew. That's fine. That name sounds familiar.
0: Oh, Amber with the low Amber hair. Jackson. Oh, that's
2: yeah, Amber Jackson. Amber with the low hair. Oh, she <laughs>
0: Um... Yeah, so I was a Ad Color Future in 2015 and then I stayed close to the Ad Color community. I volunteered the following year uh, when they were in Boca and Sexy. Yeah, actually that's when I got really close with Tiffany Warren, Tiffany okay. R
3: Warren. So right, be very yes. clear. <laughs> we have all We have all You're doing been great. corrected.
2: <laughs> You're doing great. Exactly. Go ahead. <laughs>
0: Um, so yeah, I got really close with Tiffany that year when I volunteered, and then I just stayed really close with the organization. So every place that I've ever worked or interned, I always try to help them partner with Ad Color. And then this year, 2019, uh, they approached me to be Miss Ad Color. So obviously, I was very honored. Um, but it feels like family, honestly.
4: Nice. Uh, what are, What are your duties? What are your roles like? What are you going to be doing as Miss Ad Color?
0: So the official role for Ad AdColor is to be the face of AdColor and the ambassador of the organization and during the award show to present the awards to the honorees and nominees. Um, this year I'm trying to amplify the role and really um, empower the futures and empower different organizations to get involved with AdColor that may not have been involved before. So um, <laughs> it's funny when I was in Cannes I was literally stopping everyone like, you going to AdColor? You go to add color. <laughs>
3: um, <laughs> you're like you're like a bougie street team. Like you were in Cannes, and instead of on the street corner of One Twenty Fifth or Marcus Beach. Garvey yeah. Boulevard in Fulton, yes. yeah. you were on Inkwell Beach and on La Quissette mm-hmm. asking people, "Are you going to like the hottest diversity awards and conference
0: ever? Ever? Okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. ambassador, did you
3: give like CDs, like mixed CDs? Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> T-shirts.
2: Check out my mixtape. Check out my mix, check color mixtape. Yep. Sorry. Oh, we
3: should do an ad color mixtape. You're mix welcome. Mhm. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Just, Just um, you know, give me my prop. Yep. Yep. That's yep. Oh, no, your you're sources. you're going to Be the hype woman. Cite your on sources. The mixtape, obviously. Mm-hmm. Continue. Deborah Ciphers. Deborah Ciphers. Mhm. Mhm. Obviously.
4: But but to that point, like, why why should agencies and brands participate, sponsor, partner with AdColor, like what is the benefit for them? Um, yeah, like what's what's in it for them?
0: I would say the three <laughs> reasons why companies and organizations should be at AdColor and sponsor their employees to go to AdColor is one, we already talked about it, recruitment and talent pipeline. The second thing is employee engagement. You actually learn a lot from going to the conference. There's amazing speakers that are talking about relevant topics that are relevant to culture that other people aren't really talking about at other conferences and then last but not least is thought leadership and brand awareness when your brand is attached to ad color you're thought of as a a thought leader in the dni space um and and you're thought of as being like relevant in the conversation around dni and showing up to actually support the organization versus just talking about it
3: before we let you go though you you aren't alone in this platform. You actually have a partner on your journey. You have a talk a little bit about your partner because your partner can't be here right now because they are on the West Coast. They
0: are on the West Coast in LA. Yes. It. Yes. Your partner, mixed ad color, June Young Park.
3: It's mixed ad color. Mixed. I love it. Oh. Oh, I love okay. it. spicy. When we talk about <laughs> diversity and inclusion, how yes. do we make sure that we are b- uh, making sure that our intersectionality is included Mm -hmm. june is representing that intersectionality Mm. go on
0: yes well i don't want to speak for june but um they're a dope individual they're young but way beyond their years yes um and they are definitely representing the trans community the lgbtq community and shining a light on that because ad color has always um supported that community um i think janet mock was like a huge Mm -hmm. honoree one Mm -hmm. year um and they have a huge partnership with glad so i'm really glad that june is holding this title the first mix ad color um so i love it i'm excited and the both of
3: you are amazing so collectively you both are taking uh the ad world by Storm and your reign has been um, enjoyable and impactful. So thank you. Um, Before we close out dope shit, I want to make sure that we cover something uh, that is really important. So one of our own um, has actually been selected as a top three.
2: Top three, top three, top three.
3: (laughs) Top three for the Bill Sharp Award?
2: Yes, ma'am.
3: Karina, I'm going to need you to talk a little bit more about it. (laughs) 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 well we've
2: mentioned bill sharp we had even he's influenced one of our events for icons rock stars and innovators i believe um the bill sharp award is in memory of bill sharp who started uh, an ad program to get black people into the industry and it has influenced programs like mape and it's been an honor to be top three um considered for the award i'm a finalist um the announce the winner will be announced at the face of talent next week so at our next episode we'll see if i won or not so
3: august 8th uh
2: 7th uh, august 6th okay whatever yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> first week, week, of august. week. There, whatever. We go, there we go i'm super excited and we'll see what happens it's actually so. two
4: weeks from now can yes. we crash the party
3: we can talk about that after we can after. talk about that I you mean, know I'm I'd <laughs> well, like to play my drink at you. I want to so make sure right. that we say congratulations to you, friend. Also, Thanks, congratulations man. to you, Brittany. You both are um, amazing examples of why diversity and why women of color and why particularly Black women hey. are uh, hey. integral to this business. So, Preach. yes, thank Amen. you. Thank Thank you, God. (laughs) You know, he's trying to make the the
2: crew crowd proud. All right. Congrats. (laughs) Thank you so much.
3: Thank you, thank you, thank you. All right. Well... Brittany, you, I think you are going to be listening to us talk for like the next few minutes about the, the fuckery that's happening <laughs> in the world today. Yes, so we will be right back so we can kind of debrief and we will come and talk about uh, what's going on at Ogilvy. Y'all? Oof. Yeah. Mm. O-Town. O-Town. Oh, is it O-Town? <laughs>
2: I don't know.
1: What's up, everyone? It's Darren here. Just a friendly reminder: it's not up to your employees of color to fix your diversity and inclusion problem. It's up to everyone. Need help? Visit us at BoldCulture.co.
3: And we're back. Yep. All right. So here's what's happening in the world today. Um, if you've been under a rock, or if you don't um, live in the United in the world, quite frankly. Um, Or if you haven't turned on the news or I don't know, I don't even I don't even know why you wouldn't know what's going on. The United States is in a complete culture clusterfuck where for whatever reason, um, modern day, the appearance, I will be clear, the appearance of modern day slavery has come. Back uh, to 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 kick us in the ass. So at our borders, which I hate when we say at the border, because it's not the only border we have. We have two borders. Southern border. It is. Uh, we have our border with our Canadian friends, and we have a border with our Mexican friends. And this is close to that border. So so let's stop calling it the border. Okay. We, have su- we have a couple. That's fair. Okay. Yeah. So at our southern border, uh, uh, uh touching our Mexican friends we are having an influx of um central american uh immigrants i don't even want to people people Refugees. from central i don't even want to call them that because there's such a negative connotation and a, a poor thing and we're looking at people like they're destitute and not as a, as though they are brave which they are these people are walking yeah walking away walking and yeah. running for their lives away from um Lives and, and, and experiences that are having them have to choose between life and death, right. family and self, mm-hmm. poverty and uh, sustainability. Yeah. Not even opportunity, sustainability. Because they're not coming here to be nobody's CEO. They're coming here because life has gotten so bad in their current existing situation that um, they need to find refuge. And up until, I would even say the last decade, so this is also going back to the Obama administration, it has been a lot easier for people from the southern border, let's be clear, to come to the United States. If we're real about some shit, people from the northern border be crossing, hop, skipping, and jumping all the time.
2: To come to the United States. But then we also had, like, the DREAM Act and all of that. All of that.
3: But the point is, up until recently, um, laws and policies have been put in place to make it slightly more difficult, with exceptions to Karina's point, the DREAM Act, uh, to come to the United States and seek asylum. Um, And for those of you that are not clear on what asylum is... uh, The policy was that if you come to the United States and if you can essentially validate that you are leaving your country behind because of dangerous circumstances, Mm -hmm. you can stay. Um, That is no longer the actual case, or it's not that easy anymore. And what's happening is there's um, basically a bottleneck at the southern border to the point where women, children, and men are being um housed housed is a really nice term trapped
2: i just call it what it is detained detained Detained
3: detained and caged so they can't go back and they can't come in they're just in what essentially what it looks like if you look at the internet concentration camps They're literally cages. They're literally jail cells of people just sitting there in their own bodily fluids for days. They're not showering. They're not eating. They're not sleeping. They're not being kept warm. They're not being kept cool. They are literally just being held, held and mocked. So fast forward, how does this have anything to do with advertising? Well, as you know, um, what we do in this business is that we help people, we help businesses change their perceptions to the world Mm -hmm. Um, and it just so happens that the u.s customs and border protection is also one of those uh brands if you will um specifically a government agency that has sought the help of a um a very old school agency a very widely known widely respected i think i read somewhere that Yeah, iconic is another one of the words, but I think I read somewhere that um, uh, this agency actually was opened in 1860? Uh, I think it was 1860.
2: I think you're close. It's definitely 18-something. It's
3: 1860.
4: You talking about Ogilvy?
3: Yeah. Talk talking about Ogilvy. Ogilvy.
4: You said 18? I said what I said. Aren't they like 50 years old? No. Uh,
3: Let me confirm. I underlined it. I don't know. Did I give you my thing? Where did the, the thing with my notes? Because he was. Well, David oh boy. Who's started.
4: Who's CEO, he was basically saying was that like, he's been there for like notes? 30 or 40 of the.
3: Ogilvy founded in 1850.
4: Yeah. So John Cypher has been. C,
2: well, before you get there.
3: Anyway, right. Let me finish. Ogilvy founded in 1850 was an iconic ad agency of the Mad Men era, says BuzzFeed News.
2: Anyway, so
3: basically Ogilvy's been working with US border uh protection and or patrol rather and with that being said um this has angered quite a few quite a few this has angered a shit ton of employees at um the company mm-hmm. and i think it's i think i think we need to give credit where it's due right CEO of Ogilvy catches wind aka a letter sent by employees working there um, that have addressed their concerns with the company which they work for and therefore represent and also represents them, is doing work for uh, this government agency that is holding people, detaining people um, in inhumane conditions. The CEO, in turn, responds with a town hall. Long story short, this town hall gets recorded by an individual, which I don't necessarily, we can talk about whether it's good or bad, but this individual records it Mm -hmm. and they submit it to BuzzFeed. Mm -hmm. So here we are today, uh, and on today, we have several news articles out. A, one is the transcript of the actual meeting, and others are the opinions of writers from BuzzFeed discussing the circumstances around that conversation.
2: And the ultimate decision. Well, I don't even think
3: that's a decision. So we can talk about it. But essentially, there are some articles out here. Ogilvy's working with U.S. uh, Border Patrol. And here we are uh, where we are at a standstill. I think it's a standstill trying to figure out where is the line between business and humanity. I
4: don't know. Is is that the line?
3: I said, where is it? I don't know if that's the Um, line. Um...
4: I don't know if it's if it's uh, a line between business and humanity based off of the transcript. Um, I think it's it's definitely playing in a gray area um, of a gray area for for for-profit companies, right? Because this Ogilvy is not a nonprofit; it is in business to make money, Um, and so we we are in a in a era or generation where employees and consumers are asking for the places that they work for and the people that they give money to, to be socially responsive. Um, But from my standpoint, after reading the transcript, I felt like as best as he could have handled it, handled the situation, uh, it was handled and the re- and from my standpoint the reason why i say that is because it's a business right and and a lot of times i think we're in this this weird place in history where we have our generation and the generation that's coming behind us and then people like uh the ceo who are from a generation of like this is just business like this is how business is done um and so that's to me that's where the, the conflict is, right? Where what is the responsibility of companies in this landscape in like this social in, in social issues? Like that's 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 the way that I took it. Um so I don't know if the line is between business and morals or business and in, in humanity because I feel like his explanation was kind of dead on. Like there isn't um, and and the reason why is because he mentioned a lot of, he mentioned BP, he mentioned Coca-Cola, he mentioned tobacco. Um, Advertising has always been played in this gray area of working for brands that do fuck shit. Like this is just since the beginning of time. Like there isn't any brand or company that we can look at and go, you are Completely clean of all fuck shit. But I, he,
2: I don't know. Are you? Are you I don't want to. I mean, well, <laughs> are you finished or are you done? No, Karina I mean, wants I, to know I, I, if you're finished I or
3: just, or I you're just, done. I just
4: think that they're like it's 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 between a rock and a hard place. Sorry, because what what? It's I, been I so just,
3: long since we've disagreed <laughs> on things. <laughs> Listen, like I'm what, so like, excited to what? have this episode.
4: Listen, who can you point at and go like you are? Like, you are not doing something that I is I want Karina to
3: go first, because okay. I have several things to say. So, go ahead, friend.
4: So... Sure.
2: <laughs> okay. So, first of all, it's the social responsibility part. And... if It's like we choose what we're going to be social responsible for. Right. Like Exactly. Like, one day, you have Pepsi, and they're like, oh, you know, we're going to take back what we say, and whatever. And I'll even put an example of Ogilvy, because... I don't work there no more, but even when it came to Dove and even if it came to BP, you know, the employee said that those companies took responsibility for the issues and the fuck shit that they did. Ogilvy had to take in responsibility that we fucked up in this editing. We did this. We take full responsibility. Even there was an incident with Unilever with pink hair dryers. There was a creative piece with pink hair dryers and they're like this is offensive because pink hair dryers don't all don't tie to feminism like that we're not trying to say that you're not feminine if you don't use a pink hair dryer there's some creative piece and yet the agency still took responsibility for that in this case it's a rock and a hard place because right now i thought of it as an industry-wide problem the industry right, is, that's where I am on this. Yeah, the industry is losing money, is is trying to keep money any way that they can. This is right. a very big deal, right? Mm-hmm. This isn't the only government contract that they have. And so when I'm looking at Seifert's response, I'm like, okay, he's telling me to think about the big picture, that this is a th- like $12 million deal. It's going to probably bring in projected revenue over time because it's more than a year. Mm-hmm. Think about the jobs. Think about all of that. He's thinking from business perspective and trying to say, well, you have to think about it in a separate view. That this is, you know, you don't have to work here if you don't really agree with me or you don't agree with this decision. But understand don't. the business perspective. But on a social part, it's like when you put in social responsibility, when you try to tie in diversity and inclusion, when you tie when you try to add all of that, it doesn't match. It's the choices. Are you going to choose a business? Are you going to choose the business, or are you going to be socially responsible? Because if you're going to say you're socially responsible, your actions don't match up. This is a humanity issue. Oh yeah,
4: I mean, but the, their their actions don't. Whose actions match up?
2: The agency. But if the agency
4: like, is what, supposed what corporations' actions. So so, so
2: so let's so let's stop
3: here because I'm I go ahead. Am going to miss my point right? <laughs> I wanna be very clear that I don't think Ogilvy has done anything wrong. And it's not about the company making a poor business decision, right? What I think is important is to understand that that this is a discrepancy in how all of these agencies, all 5,100 of these agencies, (laughs) right? How they approach the conversation of diversity and inclusion. Agreed. Agreed. We want everyone to feel included, that's first of all. Mm-hmm. If you want everybody to feel included, you know what you don't do? You don't tell them that you can quit if you don't agree with our policy. That's first of all. Amen. You cannot go out there and talk about diversity and inclusion, and what's the thing that I saw? He said he wants to be the most diverse, he, he said he wants to be the most diverse agency but um, in 2016, I'm looking at an old agency spy. Um, he will. F- he says he will focus on the agency's heritage. However, what it says on their homepage, uh, or sorry, on their careers page, we seek, as our founder David Ogilvy put it, we seek people who are bigger and smarter than ourselves. Yeah. You're literally in a town hall where your people are telling you this doesn't seem right this doesn't seem like good business this doesn't seem like something that we should want to head into and your response is well we work for uh big we sell big tobacco we work for companies that sell big tobacco we work Mm -hmm. for companies that contribute to the obesity rates we did some work with BP and the oil spill. so I mean is 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 border patrol that much worse Nobody is arguing border patrol in its current, in its, in its state period, in itself, is the issue. What we know is we are literally in, it's like repeating civil, the civil rights era back to us, where what we're seeing on TV and what we're hearing in uh, or reading in newspapers and now what we're hearing on podcasts is that there are people who are being treated subhuman, Right. And your client mm-hmm. is contributing to people being treated subhuman. And there are people in your agencies who are also saying that they are not being treated in the most uh maybe humane is too strong of a word, but in the most respectful manner. And that people are finding connections between how they are treated within agencies and how the agency that is now your client is being treated, um, is being is treating this uh this this client. You see what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. So like here, to me, this is a defining moment where we will start to see who is really about this, this shit, who's really about it, and who's not. Granted, I don't know how much money this government agency is giving Ogilvy. I bet it's a lot of, I bet it's so much fucking money that we can actually say, I know how much you put value on other people's life there is a dollar amount attached to this uh contract mm-hmm. that if we if if we don't get to the to the in the, the the nitty-gritty of it and we just look at it at face value whatever that dollar that dollar amount is is how much you think those kids lives cost those seven kids that the people um sorry the employees mentioned several times in the transcript so we're putting we're putting a cost on people's lives we're saying that yeah, it's terrible that it's happened, but we got to stay in business. So we got to do what we got to do to eat. That's coming from a perspective of lack. This is one of the most influential and iconic agencies in this business. And with that being said, you at the head of this country, uh, sorry, at the head of this company are speaking from a place of lack. You are the fearless leader. Ogilvy did nothing else short of changing the game. Right. This is you want to stand in heritage and you want to make sure that you project Ogilvy's views and ch- quite frankly I don't know child what David Ogilvy actually would have felt about all of this, but I would say if the f- if the roles were reversed and this was somebody of his heritage, whatever that may be, mm-hmm. that was also being trapped as somebody's border and was also constantly being poked fun at because I think somebody mentioned that there was like an organ, like a a group chat or something.
2: Like a it's a Facebook a Facebook group.
3: group where people were making fun of the the refugee children. Yes, I bet if it was somebody that they identified with, even though he said his kids are fifty percent Mexican American, he did his first, first, did. first wife <laughs> was Mexican American, and so as far as he's concerned, his children. <laughs> some of my best friends are Mexican. Right. <laughs> what is my that? point is. <laughs> This is, to me, this is why it's a line between humanity and business, because on, for some PR, you will go on stage and say you are committed to making sure people are included. But for some money, you will also go on that same stage and say, but listen, yo, there's a lot of money here, so we're going to have to make these people out here being acting savage, uh, acting like savages to these children look good, because that's what I read. I, so mean, yeah, uh, I
2: mean, here's the thing, yeah. like. Ogilvy is one of my favorite agencies and that you, you worked t- at yes okay and <laughs> that I worked I was like, at I don't know what makes it your favorite
3: but you worked at Well it because okay. of the
2: the values and I and I completely when I'm reading this cr- transcript I completely understand where the employees are coming from when you walk in
3: and where he's coming from Yeah
2: I mean but really more of the employees because when you start like your first day mm-hmm. you are inundated about Ogilvy his approach about advertising candor you know being having being candid being honest bringing emotion bringing yourself into the work hmm. and that is preached and even when you go in this well they're not longer in the in the factory but in the factory they used to have the morals on each factory. Floor. Hmm. and so you have hmm. the books you have the red papers you have ogilvy on advertising so you you drink this tea and you believe it because you. This is the way that you should approach work. This is how you should approach clients, and it's an awesome way to approach clients. David Ogilvy was an, an amazing man. So when you Damn, think that about, that kool
3: must be real sweet. <laughs> it's very sweet.
2: <laughs>
3: She's still tasting it. I still have my red papers. Let's
2: not go there. But the thing is, so when you see this decision coming from someone who was personally mentored by Ogilvie, it's like it just seems so off-brand. It doesn't seem like the right decision, because as an Ogilvy employee, you have to approach the work with candor. You have to approach the work honestly, and...
4: I, I think for, for me, and this is probably coming from a place of jadedness, and also a place of having sat in rooms, because you, 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 you brought the connection between diversity, equity, and inclusion and in what's happening right now. Um, one of the things that I always I'm not surprised right? none
3: of this is surprising but I do think that this is important
4: and so I'm I'm not surprised and I think from my perspective one thing that I've been talking about lately is I definitely understand the, the human aspect of diversity, equity, and inclusion but what I know is is that bringing in the human aspect has not worked with the people that we've dealt with Coming at it from, and I'm not talking about, I'm not talking about, um, you know, what's happening at the border right now. I'm strictly talking about diversity, equity, and inclusion. That has not worked with the people that we've dealt with, because the way that DEI has been approached has been has come from this very charitable, philanthropic angle.
3: I disagree. I know, I know where you're heading with this, but I'm gonna go ahead and pre disagree. All right, that's cool. <laughs> You can disagree with me. I this object. <laughs> I could, object. Like, like,
4: it 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 has. We do
3: come from a business place, and right? we need to stop. We do need to stop saying that we we don't. We need to make this more about business. We keep making it about business, and that's not working either. So he, here's unless we're coming to you mm-hmm. with twenty five million dollars worth of a
4: contract. No, I'm not. I'm not saying that. I'm not. That saying is the that. only way you that. get heard. How We many, can't do so that. I was I would say this. Have you gone through bias or diversity and inclusion trainings at agencies? Yeah. Right. The tone in those trainings, in those workshops, it's not about the work. It's really ever connected to how your manager actually deals with you on a day-to-day basis. It's about who you are as a person. Like to me, that's where where there's a deficit.
3: Wow, but how do you connect it to the work without connecting it to the people? When we're talking about how we engage interpersonally, that hasn't worked. If we're talking about how we engage interpersonally, how do we speak directly to a bottom line without to the qualitative to the quantitative, without drawing drawing a direct parallel to the qualitative?
4: Understanding, understand what you're saying. And that works when you're dealing with people who have logic like you.
3: No, 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 no. And that's that's where we have to stop. We have got to stop Mm -hmm. that. That is the part to me. In that conversation that you referenced earlier, that is the part that I mentioned to you as we were walking down the (laughs) cassette that I am tired of. I am tired of giving people this out. I'm not saying, I'm not saying in any way that John Seifert, Seifert, Seifert,
2: Seifert, Seifert. I say Seifert. Seifert.
3: Yeah. I'm not saying that John Seifert is a bad person. I am saying that John Seifert gets to walk away with this at the head as the head of this company. He gets to walk away from this situation being unaccountable. That's the word. Is unaccountable, right? I, I Not unaccountable. You're asking the wrong thing. You're <laughs> right. I am. <laughs> Being unaccountable because he gets to say it's just business. Right. right. So what yes. mm-hmm. and because it's just business that somehow the quality of life for people that are attached to this you have blood on your hands, bruh. Yeah. No, for you're right. every ad that we that sorry, we Holding company, whatever. For every ad that they uh, or or piece of marketing material that they contribute to, they are being paid with money that is generated by that shit. Now, for us to say, oh well, you know, we need to start making uh, the whole DNI conversation about business. Your resources are your business. Period. Karina, you are a project manager. You know that. You've seen what p looks like. You know what hours burned looks like. You know the higher the hours burn, the lower the morale on the team. You yes. know that. And you know the lower the morale on the team, the less people wanna work on the work, right? right. The less people that wanna work on the work, what happens you lose the business the so, work don't get done so i'm
4: not i'm not saying that is exactly
3: exclusive. what you're saying you're saying that we're not talking about I'm, it and we
4: are I'm more people so, are the business i'm more talking about it from the angle of how you enter into the conversation it's not taking humanity out of the conversation but that's I'm what when you, say, you when say when
3: we say when we say stuff like that that is exactly what we're saying
2: but if we were going to think about it how The agency got the business like from an sw they had to pitch for
3: that that. it's a government contract you have to qualify
2: for that you actively pursued this and then you have to figure out what the agency will do and decide on based on the amount the client is willing to pay the work that they're doing one of the ads is a recruitment um piece to get people to work for cbp right so these are people who are actually going to be border patrols. They are like not
4: necessarily though.
2: That's what, what the ad. That's part of what? the work contract. Uh,
4: yeah.
2: Okay. Okay.
3: So
4: that's That's what I'm saying. So here, here's here's where I felt like he fucked up. This was a again to your point about being one of the leaders in advertising, and this and this is also a fuck up where I, that I that I also connect back to any conversation about DEI when you pre- when you're a leader yeah. and you're a giant and you're a titan yeah. you built this shit like you're one of the beyonces of this shit like motherfuckers can't do shit without without having like without using tools and procedures that you've created right to sit in in a space and kind of throw up your hands and have all the facts and then throw up your hands and go well uh well we can't really we don't know what to do that's bullshit because, one, you've outlined, you have all the insight. Like, you have every piece of insight that you need to actually come up with a solution. That's where I'm like, oh, that's where you're a fuck up. And that's where anytime anyone's talking about DEI and they have all this insight, and then you walk away from the table and you throw up your hands. Which is
3: what happened, right? You're
4: you're a fuck, like, you're not as smart as you think you are. If that is if that is I wanna, if that Here's is your the approach.
2: thing about throwing up the hands part.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: This is part of a holding company. That's cool. So the hands is tied to something called your shareholders.
4: And that's and that's and that's all good. What what he did in this transcript is he outlined everything that he knows. Right. He knows how this money affects the business. So if you're truly a creative, you sit back and you go. If if you are really really serious about having a moral high ground, you sit back and you go, how the fuck do we? Get rid of this this piece of business, I don't, and I don't. I, without, I don't think that the
3: answer is to get rid of the business. I think the answer, and but nor do I think the answer is to tell people then don't work here, because that's what he said. Yeah, yes. like like beyond everything that we're going mm-hmm. to do to say that he did the right thing as a businessman, mm-hmm. he also said you don't like it, leave.
2: And that is actually when a somebody sentiment.
3: came in. When somebody mm-hmm. said, "I need you to understand that I can't go to any speaking engagements and represent this company." Because of what is going on mm-hmm. he's rather than rather than to understand mm-hmm. he said well I disagree I, di- I disagree I don't believe that's happening somebody told you their personal experience that how you are now making folk look bad not you not not him let's let's right. be clear not him that this decision is making them look bad and they need to understand how on earth are they supposed to continue their thought leadership which has continued to represent this company based on what you're saying and you're like you're lying so it's let's take let's let's do something we never do let's take the business out of it because business always gives us a loophole to treat people like shit agreed what do sure. you do when you're in business with friends and, and, and shit got to change, but you don't want the friendship to change? I mean, it's just business, yo. Let's take the business out of it, and let's put the people into it. Because from my perspective, the people make the work go. None right. of this shit is getting done if your whole company quits, right? right? All right. So the people are telling you that they are uncomfortable, that they are conflicted. The people are telling you that their outside endeavors are now being compromised. The people are telling you that this work directly affects them because let's be real about some shit, everybody that works at these agencies is not born in America. So they have a tie to it. Mm -hmm. How do you reconcile all of those things that you hear as a human with the fact that there is this um, heavy weight that your company is carrying.
4: Well, I don't I don't think the goal of that meeting was to reconcile. And I think that's the problem. Said, you acknowledged yeah. it, and you said that when they came in, they already knew that they were going to do shit, right? Right. And so... That's I, the problem. So from when I was starting off, what I was saying is, I understand what he's saying from a business perspective. From a human perspective, and from a creative perspective, I'm looking at you and going, well, you're not shit. Because if anyone should be able to solve this problem, it should be you as an agency. You should be sitting down with your creatives, your your business people, as innovators, as creative strategists, as business people, and going, How do we fix this?
3: And let's and let's be honest about some things, right? Not everybody is opposed to working on this. That's first. That's and very foremost. true. That's well, very so, true. So not everybody's yes. opposed to it. So Maybe the answer is not tell people they can go. Maybe the answer is getting getting an audit of people who absolutely are hard, no, don't put me on it, people that don't mind either way, and people that are here for it.
4: Which 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 is which I've heard people do before when it comes to I've, things like tobacco. I've sent
3: I've 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 been there. I've, I've, I've experienced this. We know that they will do that. How about rather than telling people that, like, rather than dismissing this, this issue as a, oh, we just don't have enough information about it. I'm sure there are other complications that exist that makes this more muddled than we think it is. Maybe instead of telling people that, you acknowledge, you acknowledge the fact that, listen, I know y'all feel a way about this. This is really complex. Leave it there. I hear you, period. Yeah. I see you. Period. I feel you. Period. Well, that's, that's but to
2: th- Sten's point, when you don't know what to do and you just lay out everything, you operate
3: I from- hear you. Period. I, I, I f- see you. Period. I feel you. Okay. Period. That's it.
4: Here, here's what I think should have happened.
1: Can't feel like you
3: I think he should have
4: laid out everything that he laid out the same way that he laid it out. And then- put it back to the people and said, now what do you want me to do? No. And,
3: no. and that's no, not no, their no, job. No,
4: but here, but here's the thing, here's the thing. We're not
3: sharing. We're this not, burden. You can't do a vote. But but
4: it's it's not about sharing it's not about sharing the burden because ultimately at the end of the day, that decision is going to affect everyone.
3: No, Simeon, you're not if no, absolutely <laughs> not. Don't give don't put this on me. Cause I didn't ask you to pitch for that business. Don't put this on me. Because round because it wasn't pitching for for government businesses isn't the same timeline as pitching for commercial businesses. This isn't a six month period. This is years. years. So but this is this is this goes back at least at the very least to 20 early 2018 late 2017. So when when so my point is mm -hmm. since then we have known what is going on. Mm -hmm. We've known don't put this on me. Well what do you want to do? No 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 no. You know what you're going to do. But I don't think I it's just need we as individuals, 'cause you're what what you're saying is like you're trying to make it so democrat so democratic. This is not a de- democratic issue. This is But the is people wanted to be democratic. But this
4: no.
2: sounds like an out even with
3: me no, and no, 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 i no. I'm gonna tell you be- why the
4: people want it to be democratic is because you're you're calling them out and you're calling them out because you want them to do something.
3: Doing something it. is not getting is not always getting rid of it, Simeon.
4: No, no. no. But I'm not saying that you're <laughs> we can't, get, I'm not saying that he's getting rid of the business, but you said it's not necessarily the the, the solution is not necessarily that you quit the business.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: Ultimately at the end of the day, all of the work that's being produced does not come out of this dude's head like none of it really none of it right john c for, s- whatever, s- whatever yeah. okay. right his role is to run this company right okay. he's not a creative strategist he's a client person yeah. and so when i say putting that back out to the people is because ultimately like the people have solutions and it's it's not about it's it's not about Unloading the burden on the people, but it's about coming up with a creative solution to that, deal with. That's the not a creative to me, to
3: solution. To that me, is a that business solution. That sounds like an out. That should be. That I sounds agree. like an out. That sounds like an out to me. An as out well. for who though?
2: An out for him. For this,
3: for the C-suite, for this, that yeah. is reserved for making these decisions. Think about how they treat you on behalf of okay, so, the people that they so, represent. So so let's, here, say, here, so let's here, say this. Wait, so wait, let's, wait,
4: say, wait. let's say he laid everything out and he laid it out to present it to the C-suite to go. Okay, we now these are all the facts yeah. we're going to figure out a solution so what I'm saying is at the end of everything that he laid out it shouldn't have been okay point blank period it should have been okay now we need to figure out what we're I, going I to
3: think, do no I, you need to figure out what we're going to do given our grievances now you have additional him in the information him in the you ha- exactly you him have in additional information to help you make your decision I'm not doing shit yeah. because you already told me I could go See, you're, if I can leave, you can make a decision.
2: So it, and you know. also,
3: let's be very clear mm-hmm. about, about what's going on here. What he came to the table with was a defense. Yes. He didn't come mm-hmm. to the table with a solution. The people whose lives are, who, who's, whose livelihoods are in his hands said, we have a problem, and he didn't come to the table with a solution. Mm-hmm. Outside of quit. And this is why we ain't changing what we're doing, because it's a lot of money.
4: 'Cause even, I mean ultimately at the end and of the day. And we have to we have to stop accepting a business.
3: We have to stop accepting that. If we want here I mean, and here's what I'm saying. If we want, if we want and you of all people, if we want to demand that these business leaders change their approach to how they treat us in the agency, mm-hmm. then we should have that same expectation for how they treat the consumers and the products. Of the uh, of the companies that we that work for, that we work for. So here
4: here's my I thing, it's one hundred percent everything that you said.
3: <laughs> I don't understand but, how you still have a bit. But because if it goes back <laughs> to its my business, thing, my then, thing, thing, then what we're saying is that business No, no, no. no, no I'm, I'm not going to say that. That's people. not that's,
4: what I'm, that's not what I'm going to say. What I'm going to say is, if you are going to come to people with your grievances, then you should know exactly what you want. What do you want? Do you want them to l- listen? Listen. You're
3: giving you're giving it out again.
2: But I don't How think. How is t- that an out? But, I'll give but, you. I'll give you. I'll
3: give you an example. I'll give you an example. Yeah, I'll give you an example. I'll give you an example. I'll give you an example. We've been talking for three years on this podcast about why or or what we what we need from leaders in DNI. We we're
4: saying what we need. We're saying what we want. So even though we are here and we are venting, we are basically saying this is what we want.
3: Wait, hold on. Change. All we've said is change.
4: No, we articulate what we want.
3: No, 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 no. Maybe on this podcast. But what we know is people are uncomfortable. Yes. People need jobs. Yes. Mm -hmm. These these employees, we are uncomfortable and we need this job. That is, if we look at all of the employees, they are saying we are uncomfortable. With Mm -hmm. all due respect, we are uncomfortable. No one came in and said, I need to quit no so the they're implying we need this job yes but we need a change yes. we so because because this is what i'm hearing i'm hearing well what you should have done is come to him with a list of solutions then what the fuck is no, his job no,
4: no, no but but at the same time Kyle, we real. can we can also say like
3: when does it, when does when does it when does the buck stop before us When do we get to not be the ones to make decisions for these people that make all this money and have all this power?
4: In a perfect world, in a perfect world, you will state your grievances and people who are leaders will go off and come back with solutions. That is not the world that we live in.
3: That is also not... My business. That's your not. business as a leader. It's it's, it's not, and I'm not going to excuse it's, any leader.
4: But this and this goes back to but the e- to the argument we were having walking along the quoi uh-huh. right? quoi. The, <laughs> the, 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 the croissant The into a croissant. croissant. The croissant. Right? Right? The croissant right? Right? Like this, this, this man, I'm in the
3: can. not say the <laughs> la croissant. He about to say le, le the, the, the um, croissant. You the croissant. The croissant. We water? walking.
4: Like this. This goes back to that conversation, which is, I understand where you're coming from. I understand that sometimes it, it is very effective to let people stew in their filth, right? and you may get what you want, but sometimes you may not get what you want.
3: But it's this time that to me sound, that to me comes across like victim blaming to say they should have came with solution.
4: I don't I'm not saying that's the right thing, and I'm not saying it's the wrong thing. What I'm saying is, if there is something that you want. If there is an ideal solution and this dude sat up on that stage and he brought no solution. But that was what that is. That's his, his point. business. And, his and business. that is
3: the point. But the point is not. Mm-hmm. Well, if you guys wanted something, you should have said it. Why? All they had to say was, we think this is wrong. Fearless leader. Okay. Help. Which is what they did. Yeah. Okay. And he said, mm, it's a lot more. I made a decision. Ah. You
1: know, yeah.
3: if you don't want to work here anymore, I get it. You, you can quit if you want. And it's fuck shit. But, like, let's not defend that in the name of business.
4: What I'm saying is...
3: Because there are plenty of businesses. There are plenty of businesses out here that are treating people right. There are plenty of businesses yes. out here that are making sure that their employees feel comfortable.
4: Right. Let's not... Listen, I'm not saying that it's not fuck shit. It is fuck shit. So it's can't fuck we shit. why can just leave it there? It's... Why is it this is what they should have done? But here... And why are this you goes accepting, back to our conversation. And, it? No, no. I'm not accepting it. What I'm saying is, okay, you leave it there, but what do you want?
3: why can't he why 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 is that the question and not what can I do?
4: Okay, so what do you want him to do?
3: No. Go back and come <laughs> to the table with solutions.
4: Okay. But this, And and so and so that should have been so everyone who got somebody up. Somebody should have
3: asked for that? No, no,
4: no, no, no. Everyone's everyone who got up and took his his responses as as an okay then you say that's not okay it's I, not enough I don't, then you say then you say that's not enough i don't think i
2: don't think this was I a feel question like I, saw I don't think employee number 3 this say was
1: that. this I feel like, this
2: oh, this town hall mm-hmm. decisions were already made so, this town right. hall was to say this is a decision that we have made as an agency i yes. am opening the floor up to give your opinion about the decisions to ask that for we're your made. And you know, And
4: yeah. you know what you know what you say in that point? And you know what you say in that point? You say, You already came here with your mind that made is up. That is not the answer. This is bullshit. That,
3: that is, is bullshit. not the answer. But but I don't need to tell you that you came to the table with your mind made up when you know you came to the table with your mind made up. That literally is the least productive thing I can do. So here and here's, here's, what, why. here's, and here's, here's why, what they yeah. said. No, 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 no. I'm gonna cut you <laughs> off because, friend. I love you, and you are fucking wrong right now really? and I'm gonna but, tell you why here, because they why. said yeah. mm-hmm. they said to your point, well they should have they should have clarified what they want. There is an employee that says, so I don't know, so we'll work with anyone then. Is that what I'm hearing? And I feel like I don't understand for me, and I don't understand why we can't pivot. Yes. Is that not demanding a pivot? Yes so what are you saying
4: so what i'm what I'm saying is ultimately, everyone who got up there. Was basically saying the same thing in different ways in different different forms.
3: Meaning right? that there was one answer. We need a change.
4: Right. And so I feel like every so here's the thing. Here's the thing, right? Everyone don't accept what he's saying. And you let him know that you're not accepting it.
3: And they did. But he's they not doing said anything about he, it. We need a change. And he said, I'm good. <laughs>
2: yeah the problem is that we've accepted that as just the norm from these agencies when it's not okay, and it's but not just agencies
3: and I'll go to shout out to Gail King because she came to can and she in all of her glory um and strong black womanness and mm-hmm. directness, and just out here just giving life to all of us, all women right. Gail King did an interview with what we're calling the squad now, which I don't know how the I feel squad. about it. It's cute, but it's almost like mm, I don't want everybody to call them the squad. But with um, Congresswoman Rashida, somebody know her last name. Congresswoman Rashida, Congresswoman Alexandria, Congresswoman Eon, and Congresswoman uh, uh, Ayanna Presley, right? Yes. Came together to talk to the squad about the comments that came down from y'all's president and from uh, Speaker of the House Pelosi. Fun fact. I used to want to be the speaker of the house. It's a powerful not position anymore. <laughs> not <laughs> you can anymore. still make I don't want it. Make change. I don't want it. Not, don't want it. But <laughs> they had this conversation and Gail King asks Alexandria Ocasio directly, mm-hmm. How do you how do you respond to people that say that you have not been in this business long enough? to have a perspective about what should change, that you need to learn it first before you start suggesting change. And Congresswoman Alec- uh, uh, Congresswoman Alexandria Ocasio says, I don't Cortez. wanna, les, sorry, Cortez, I don't want to learn what's broken.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: I don't wanna learn the broken way. I wanna come in and bulldoze And just bring new ideas because nothing else has been working. To me, that's the same thing here. If what you're talking about, Simeon, which, yes, is valid, and yes, I'm going in on it. I'm not finished. Mm -hmm. If what we're talking about is that bringing your grievances doesn't work. If what we keep talking about is in this business, things don't work like that. If I'm honest with you, nothing that any of us have done, not even what you're suggesting, has worked to date. And with that being said, we should not be holding ourselves to policies and norms and, and, and whatever else that literally lands us in the same place. I agree. Literally, to your point earlier before we started, you were like, damn, I can't believe somebody recorded that. Not I can't believe, but like, damn, that's crazy somebody recorded it after he was like, I really don't want you to record this. Because you're saying not speaking their language isn't working, I feel, and it, and I will sense that the person that recorded this feels, fuck speaking your language. I'm about to break this. I'm about to burn this whole shit down. Because what you don't understand is speaking your language only get, leads us to the same decisions, which is your decision, which is your bottom line, which quite frankly is always your pocket. We don't get the same bonuses these CEOs right. get. Right. So if I need to change how I feel, how I sleep at night, because this for most people, isn't a case of, am I getting $50,000, $100,000, $200,000 bonus? This is, damn, am I going to be able to go home and tell my kids I worked on this? Am I going to be able to look my cousin in the face who's also here illegally? Nobody said nobody for me. I don't got that going on in my family. But... Am I going to be able to look my family in the face and tell them that I'm a part of this? Do I want to look back 20 years from now and, and, and have to shake my head to my damn self because I had a hand in this? Or did I speak up? We always talk about, oh, allies, allies, allies. These people are speaking up. We cannot fault them for speaking up. That is what we're telling them to do. It is the leader's fault. You are put in that role. You are put there that is not always a job you you go through rounds of interviews you are chosen to be a fearless leader are you the right leader for this climate are you the right leader mm-hmm. for this culture are you the right leader for that company in that moment and I think that is the bigger question
4: so so here here's my thing and and I think I'm not disagreeing with what you're saying so like you read that Alexandra Ocasio-Cortez um, response And what I heard, what I heard from that is, when she says bulldoze, right?
3: I don't know if she's bulldoze, but she definitely changed the shit.
4: Bulldoze, burn it down, what the fuck ever. When you go into these, into these spaces, if that is your intention, and you're in this business, then you need to be strategic about how you bulldoze that shit down.
2: I think we're, I,
4: I mean. I'm sorry. Then, like that's I don't, just how I feel. that is that's,
3: where we continue th- to because because ultimately
4: that because ultimately what what is and here's the thing. No, so sometimes you just need to blow the whole shit right. up. Even if you even if you record, sometimes you just need to blow the whole shit up. But because they, sometimes they that they is, it is is this in a the press?
2: This is you know
4: how how long is this going to be in the press?
2: You though? know, but listen, we always
4: talk is this Is that what is
3: that what is that what you think is going to happen? We always I talk about this, i
4: say like, here, this. Go ahead. This is coming from the perspective of someone who's tried to burn shit down, right? Figuratively and it, 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 it's, literally. It's been, su- <laughs> been successful to some point. If my goal is to fuck you up.
3: No, because that li- is listen, your goal. Yes, listen, go ahead. If
4: my goal is to fuck you up, pardon my language for those who mm-hmm. are offended, then I'm going to make sure that when I swing on you, that you fall, that you feel it.
3: And if we're clear about how you did that, is he and we don't have this? to. If we're clear about how you did that, you did that self-servingly for yourself, which in that moment is fine. This is to change an industry. That yes. was to change your situation. Okay. Let's be clear. So,
4: so, so here, but here's the thing: Is this going to change the industry? Two
3: things have happened. If we look back, summer 2018, what happened? Papa John's.
2: Yes. Papa John's. What hired. happened? What
3: did we learn from there? Right. People are leaking shit now. People Be- don't give a yes. fuck. Yes. Also, Papa John's client left laundry service, as quiet as it's not kept, not doing the best. But what changed? They got rid of the fucking client. The standard was set. You're saying shit that is literally dehumanizing people. The internal teams won't change it. I got to say something.
2: And it's an, okay. Yes,
3: I do think this is changing it. So now we get the transcript, a full transcript. A part. Some of it's redacted, some of it is inaudible. We get a full transcript now of your fearless leaders who will go on stage and talk about sustainability and go on stage and talk about D&I and then come back to the table and be like, look, there's a lot of money, y'all, can't do it, and not volunteer other options? Guess what happened? Leaked. There are whistleblowers. That is an industry shift. Me Mm -hmm. too. Whistleblowing. Industry shift. You cannot tell me shit is not being blown up. Is he feeling this? Hell yeah, he's feeling this. Don't nobody want no bad press right now? Because you know what's going to happen? What are we coming up on? Conference season. Yep. Everybody at his damn agency and even within the holding company is going to have to answer for shit like that. For real. Yes, he is feeling it. No, he's not paying money out of his pocket to make it go away, but he's feeling it. The industry is feeling it, and it's important to us, and well, there are several platforms coming up where this will mm-hmm. be topic. We cannot minimize that. We have to stop minimizing it because it's not an immediate change that it doesn't count. Every little bit counts and we are seeing it more and more. And every time we go outside of the social norm as to how to carry yourself and how to be strategic because we don't want all the walls to fall, just the right walls, knock the whole shit down. Because that's the only way we're going to get heard these days. If it's not working for you, if the old way is not working for you, create your own way, whatever the fuck that is. Because at some point the rules of engagement have completely dismissed who we are as people of, of, of a certain, um, as people of a certain, as people of a certain. Um,
2: I would say in a certain time.
3: No, of people with heart, of people with courage, of people who actually still have love and good in their heart, we can't play nice because no one else is playing nice. And we know that. And being right. nice is not just about making a person pay. Because that's too easy. You have to make the industry pay if the business won't budge. That is how this works right now. There are no rules. There is no strategy. There is no blueprint. It's all failed to your point. This is how shit gets done these days. And that is nobody's fault but the current legion of leaders at the helm of these big companies. You did this.
4: Fair. (laughs) <laughs> Everything that you're saying is 100% legit. I'm not debating. If you
3: that. give me one more, but we got to close no, out. I mean, no, no, no listen. <laughs> cause at, the, know- at, the,
4: at the end of the day, we we started this podcast to knock walls down, to burn shit up, like to fuck shit up. Like, that is why we we've been real that, nice right?
3: for the last year. So,
2: <laughs> but it's to expose, and, and that's the beauty of to expose. To, I To It's been the beauty of this transcript. Every time something like this happens, like H&M, all this Gucci, whatever, Mm -hmm. people are like, well, where were the people who stood up? What happened to the voice? What happened to all of this? This is giving you You a full transcript of what happened in a full room
4: with the CEO. So if
2: you don't want to burn shit down, or you didn't strategically decide how to do it James Bond style, you Mm. are going to expose that. Listen, you may say that you're not going to tell me that my company – that the people in our company, the people that I work with, didn't say anything because we got certainly it. did. And you're that's gonna Kool Aid. Right. That's that Kool Aid. That's, right. that's that Kool Aid. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah.
3: See the Kool Aid come I'm, back I'm out. Yeah. Not, I'm not. I'm di-
4: not. Because oh, David Ogilvy. Yeah. David Ogilvy would not stand. A, Listen, <laughs> say something. I'm, I'm not defending it. Like I'm looking at it through, and and that's just the way my brain works, right? Like if we're gonna look at it, like I look at it, and I go strategic, whatever, cool, got it. All right, if we're gonna burn this shit down, like let's burn it down. Like, let's make sure that there are no walls standing. I feel like he can walk away from this. He is
3: not the issue, though. And, 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 it's and, not and, and to him. Your point, and
4: to your point, and to your point, I feel like not only can he walk away from this, but now p- other agencies can start putting up walls or rules to figure out ways to avoid shit like and this. And
3: every time we negate those rules, it doesn't fucking matter put up whatever rule you want. I also wanted to point out something and I don't know if I remember it anymore. Give me a second. Before I think I think we should just close it off with what yes. should have happened. Um but I think I think what we need to take away from all of this right now is it's less about when you say I'm looking at this from a business perspective I think what triggers me is the fact that that business perspective is the system that has us feeling the way we do when we come to work right. hey. so yeah. so to look at it from that perspective, if we always look at it from the angle of the business or of the angle th- from the angle of of um, the legacy, what has been historically in place, mm-hmm. the foundation we will always see how we need to fix things to be level with that foundation we will always see the way or, or the finish line from the eyes of the the people who established the race uh-huh. if we don't change our perspective we'll never know what other opportunities there are to win that's fair and i think that that is something that we need to be t- we need to to think about as we continue our conversations about DNI, about human rights, about just being a fucking person. Forget being a right. good person. Because that can that can vary. Be a fucking person. And at mm-hmm. the end of the day, being a person is we want to live as long as we can. And there are people dying. That's why I said this is blood money that we're talking about.
2: Children dying. Y'all want to be
3: cute about, oh, I didn't buy my diamonds from Sierra Leone. But you'll fucking take money from Border Patrol? Oh, I don't, we recycle and we want to make sure that we alleviate plastic by 2020 but you'll take money from Border Patrol. Oh, we want to make sure that we have, uh, we equally pay all women the same as men, but I want to pay you with the blood money. That is how I'm looking at it. I'm not looking at it from the business perspective because
2: that's, cause that's how, what got us here
4: so ma- the, the values aren't real on that exactly. note,
2: we're gonna end the episode yep you can catch mixed company um anywhere you stock your exes on facebook um instagram and I twitter hope <laughs> we stalk your exes. Oh, I, like, I stock your exes on spotify but maybe i guess okay. and you can catch us on you soundcloud and to. spotify <laughs> all right wow
3: <laughs> um obviously we could talk about this for days but y'all stay blessed Stay humble,
2: <laughs> stay moisturized.
3: Stay moisturized. And burn shit down. And drink your water. And burn shit down. Yeah. And then drink your water cuz you'll get parched. <laughs> All right, bye y'all. Out.